Yeah, I wanted to go aboard the Missouri, um, but it was closed under the COVID protocols when I was there. Uh, and there's like huge swaths of the ship that are closed off because like you'll just fall through the floor because it's a rusted nightmare. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, they're very cool. Uh, I, I highly encourage anybody if you, if you live nearby one of the museum ships to check it out because I don't know how to explain this, but they're simultaneously bigger than you can think of, but also smaller uh, because like the the outside they look like massive structures full of guns but like you know the inside is the smallest most miserable existence possible yeah and like definitely uh i've gone back on like you know um a couple museum ships as an adult and it's kind of funny because like you know i remember being a kid and like running around i think it was like so much room and then being there as an adult be like oh this fucking sucked yeah there's also just such a difference in scale with how the ships complement for like world war ii ships like you know, it'd be like fucking, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. Whereas now on the on a ship of equivalent uh, length, you'd have like maybe a couple, maybe a couple hundred. Like, you know, it's just totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's computerized and automized and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you know, versus like having to have like 50 dudes just to like, you know, uh, like operate the fucking boiler and like, you know, just to like, you know, get the engines going like. Yeah. And there's not like 18 batteries of guns to load and shit. Yeah. If you need to load something, you just have like the one main gun up front. You don't have like, you know, several turrets of like 16 inch guns like throughout the entire fucking boat. It would be so much cooler if we did, though. Uh, Honestly, like one of the funniest (laughs) things ever is how the Missouri fought in the Gulf War. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I think I think we talked about that on our when when Carrie and I watched Battleship and like yeah. how the Missouri how they were just you know, how Donald Trump was like, We need more ships and you know, it was kind of one of those situations and they're like, uh here I guess we can make this can go over there, yeah. I suppose, and do something. All that shit when uh Ronald Reagan was trying to do was it like the three hundred fifty five ship navy and so it was just like I don't know, yeah. what if we uh what if we just unmothball this battleship and I don't know, put some missiles on it i guess or yeah i did fire tomahawks or something which is bullshit you need to you need to only use the gigantic cartoonish uh cannon batteries (laughs) exactly (laughs) i want some skinny dudes that are like you know uh wearing just their sailor hat um and you know the uh you're just describing a gay porn right now i know i really like i (laughs) just sweaty locked in a turret Also, a tank crew. You've, you've described yeah. a, a navy ship, a gay porn, and a tank crew. <laughs> all of them. They're all. They've all shit themselves too. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them. Um, yeah, like honestly, we'll eventually talk about the Gulf War at some point. I'm going to put give uh, oh, entirely boy. too much. I'm, I'm going to give entirely too much attention to the Missouri because it's so cool. <laughs> Even though I think like I know it fired on like land targets and stuff like it's actual batteries fired. There's a there's a video. I know this is completely off topic, but there's a video you can actually watch on YouTube that was, I believe, taken from within the Missouri's bridge during the Gulf War and the crews reacting to a possible chemical attack because like I guess their sensors fucked up and yeah. read that like they had de- deployed uh, sarin gas, like air bursted it onto the fleet offshore. So all these guys are in like their full fire retardant clothing which like i'm familiar i've had to wear that it's very uncomfortable but then they have to like quickly shove on a pro mask on top of it while locked in a goddamn world war ii era battleship like fuck that sucks (laughs) at least like modern ships like you generally have hvac like of some sort like you know better or worse as you know operates in most like most spaces but i can only imagine you know like all right well it's already uh fucking hot and sweaty down here in the goddamn engine room like 
boy, I just I hope that the sarin gas takes me because if I had to put on that fucking suit, <laughs> that actually would be worse than death. Like, fuck the hell out of that. I can only compare it to like uh, doing uh, NBC battle drills and tanks and you're already miserable with your hat shut. There's no air conditioning. I know new tanks have air conditioning. I didn't. Uh, and like, it's like, fuck, this sucks. So like, all right, everybody, Don uh, Brum or like gas, gas, gas. You're like, oh, I'm going to stick my head in the fucking breach. <laughs> yeah, like, like I'd actually, yeah, I'd, I'd rather uh, watch my lungs turn to pudding. Uh, that act, that sounds better to me, to be honest. It's it seems like less of a uh, of of a of a problem for me if I just die here yes. instead of doing all of this. I I feel like my life will go better if I just die. Uh, won't you think of it, crew? I am. <laughs> You're better off without me. I know, I know the kind of I know the kind of soldier I am. You're better off without me. You guys should probably just go die too. <laughs> just opening up a fucking hole in the hall just to be like. Uh, I guess we're sick of now. Uh, or, or abandoned ship. Uh, at least that'll be like cooler, probably. Hopefully, get a breeze before you choke out and die. Um, now, as soon as the Willie D set out to meet with the Iowa, this is where things went wrong, and they would never go right again. Uh, they forgot to pull up their anchor, which then dragged out of the sea across some nearby docks, destroying them, and then jumped up and slammed into a nearby ship. Tearing off a bunch of equipment uh, to include like part of the captain's like personal like deck area, and if he was there, he would have fucking died. <laughs> Too much like every E four on the ship was like, ah, oh, motherfucker, god damn. Yeah, right. Um, the only thing that was heard on the Willie D in this was the anchor's paint job, and honestly, the funniest part is is because they had like a, such a tight schedule to go out and meet the the Iowa that could not be deviated from because of the the mission, which we will get to. Uh, oh, by the way, the Willie D does not know what this mission actually is. Lieutenant Commander Walter pretty much just had to like lean out of his window and be like, "Sorry," as they like. <laughs> <laughs> now, eventually, the Willie D did link up with the Iowa, and the top secret they were they were on uh, was probably way too important to put the Willie D on it. Though, to the credit of the Department of War. They probably didn't realize that they had contacted the most cursed ship in the U.S. Navy. You see, <laughs> on board the Iowa was a guy named President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And FDR was on board because he was being brought to French North Africa in order to take part in the Cairo and Tehran's uh, conferences. Now, uh, just so people know what goes on with these conferences, Cairo is where the Allies would decide on their plans regarding like their war with Japan, i.e. like only accepting unconditional surrender. Uh, while in Tehran, uh, most of the time was spent arguing over Operation Overlord, you know, D-Day, uh, and the eventual creation of the UN and the future division of Germany. Um, hey, one good thing out of three isn't bad, right? Um, but a weird small side note here about Tehran, because someone might get mad about me, and also I think it's very funny. Um, there was apparently a very well-developed plan by German intelligence to actually assassinate the big three, that being you know Churchill, uh, Stalin, and Roosevelt, who are all going to be there while they were in Iran. If, if That's if you believe the NKVD, which generally I do not. But according to the NKVD, a famed Nazi super soldier named Otto Skorzeny, which it, it, he's a topic for a fucking episode all of his own. Yeah. If he wasn't a Nazi, he'd be a very cool story. <laughs> when you really want to hand it to somebody but you can't he's also a very weird guy like i won't get into it very very much but like he's the he's the guy who rescued mussolini uh when he was taken captive yeah. did he end up uh going to work for Mossad? 
Yes, he like, did. Hunting yeah. down Nazi war criminals. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking weird dude. He worked for the Nazis ideologically. I don't know how much of a Nazi he was, but it's not worth really arguing about. He also had like a prominent scar across his face from fucking dueling. Um, because I think we talked about this before on the on the uh, podcast, but there is the Germans have their own way of dueling with swords, which prizes not dodging, meaning you just get hit in the face with fucking swords. <laughs> and it was considered such a problem that the Nazis outlawed it. German Rochambeau. <laughs> Yeah, except with your face. Having a prominent, like, dueling scar is considered a sign of honor because, like, I didn't fucking dodge. And that was considered more manly than actually winning. And I, I and Otto Skorzeny had a very prominent fucked up face because he cut a sword to his face. That's, uh, that's, so, that's so German in such a particular way. Yes, it's incredibly German. It could also be Russian at the same time. No, no, Russian, it would be whether you dodge your own blade. <laughs> you're sitting there hitting yourself in the face of the broadsword yeah like that 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 would be the russian answer while the your enemy says quit hitting yourself quit hitting yourself um <laughs> now skorzeny's plan was to lead a team of crack uh assassins to kill them all but was headed off by soviet armenian spy gavoric vartanian who's get this spoiled the entire thing while riding in on camelback <laughs> Now, I want to believe this so hard. You have no idea. It's got everything that you want in a story. It has a fucking Armenian Chad rolling in on Camelback to stop auto fucking Skorzeny uh, and like chasing him off and everything. But uh, the Soviets never actually showed any evidence of any of this. It was pretty much all like, but trust me, bro. 